He's hit this one, Miles. Great shot. Oh, it's a biggie. Straight over the top. The little man has hit the big fella for six. He's off his size. And he's smashed him down the ground. What a player. What a wonderful player. The Cricket Nuts. You are listening to The Cricket Nuts, a podcast where we sit down and talk about a host of issues around cricket, the sport we all live and love. You should expect our views to be passionate, honest, emotional and adequately analytical. On this show, you will hear Jay, Uday and myself, Bishan, a motley crew from the fields of law, hospitality and marketing, thrash it out on our common passion. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of our podcast, The Cricket Nuts. The Cricket Nuts are all, of, all here in full measure. Myself, Bishan, with me, Jay and Uday. Hi, Uday. Hi. Hi, Jay. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, So, on today's podcast, we'll be discussing, keeping with the theme of our last one, something off-field. Last time was commentary. This time, we're discussing sledging. Right? And so, our show is again broken up into four segments, as always. The first segment, we'll talk to you a little bit about what our basic thoughts are, our statements on the subject. Then, we'll go into a little bit about how sledging has evolved over the years. And then we'll come to a third segment where we tell you a little bit about our personal uh, stories related to sledging. And finally, at the end, we'll wrap up with the free-for-all where we discuss the best bits that we think that we've heard in the past, best comments, best sledges, best sledgers. That, that's broadly the makeup of our show. So let's get going. So we're going to discuss first what our views are on sledging, whether we think it's good for the game, bad for the game, good in some measure, punishments needed, etc. So let's throw the floor open. First to Jay. Right. My only grouse as far as sledging is concerned is the fact that the, the audience don't get to enjoy it. It's largely restricted between the players and the stump mic and whatever gets picked up by the, uh, you know, on the stump mic is great. But then the, the audiences don't get to enjoy the sledging. I mean, that's, that's on a, in, a, in a lighter vein. But at the, the, at the same time, uh, yeah, acceptable levels of sledging has always happened. And like I was telling you, Bishan, that I'm not very sure when did it, when did it all start. But having said that, I feel that uh, sledging that does not cross the line is acceptable. If it's just a banter or it's just a just a chat with somebody who's just needling a player, just to you know, not exactly the mental disintegration uh, uh, thing that Steve Waugh once uh, made famous. That's not exactly what I mean. I think just a, a little bit of needling, just a little bit of uh, uh, of that kind of sledging within the acceptable norms, as long as it doesn't get personal, I'm cool with it. I mean, it's 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 something that I I would like to see uh, in in the sport of cricket. Yeah. Pude. Nice views, Jay. Very interesting to hear. Uh, I've always, growing up, enjoyed uh, players interacting with each other on the field. I think it's good to see uh, some level of interaction between. Uh, players when they're playing, a little bit of playful uh, banter, just just an exchange of views, in a humorous exchange is has always added to the viewing experience for me. I personally enjoy enjoy. I, I, I mean, definitely sledging shouldn't be shouldn't cross the line. You cannot get into uh, abusive behavior, and it should not and must not get physical. And that's why I think uh, the uh, umpires on the field really need to take a call and uh, decide as to whether. Certain players are really, you know, trying to deliberately disrupt the conversation of a batsman or a bowler. I, I think those kind of things should really uh, have more stringent uh, 
punishments in place. But uh, playful banter or uh, a hilarious exchange, I think, is always uh, welcome. The the other thing is the role of uh, the mic, the stump uh, microphones these days. As viewers, we get to hear a lot more. So, I, I think. Uh, the, the players also need to be more mindful. I think they have been. They, they should know that there are, there's a lot of young viewers watching the game who idolize them. And you need to be, as players, more mindful about what kind of precedent you're setting or what kind of example you're setting to youngsters watching the game. So, while sledging, I think, has a place in the game, I think there needs to be uh, self-discipline uh, among the players. And also, the umpires need to step in where they think it's getting abusive and uh, out of hand. Vision. Agree with both of you. I think uh, I'm going to try and break down what is that line. Both of you have said that there is a line you should not cross and there are acceptable limits. But what is that line? What are those limits? Uh, is something that I've always thought about because I enjoy the banter too. On-field banter is great. Like you said, the stump mics now bring it to the viewer as well to some extent. So we are uh, able to enjoy to some extent, which uh, should make Jay happy. Uh, and uh, to break it down, I think the lines that you cannot cross are one, it cannot be constant. The, even if it is harmless, yeah. if the sledging is constant, that's an interruption to the game and I think that's an issue. So that's one point for me. It cannot be constant. Two, it cannot be personal, which uh, you both have mentioned as well. I agree with it. And I, I don't know, we, when we say personal, everything can be personal. Anything to do with me is personal. So you can't be too sensitive about it. But if you're going and saying something which could seriously be uh, to your, about your family, something that is threatening, etc., that's crossing a line. Personal is not okay. Abusive is of course not okay. We all know what abusive means. So I think that's the line you can't cross. And then there is the general uh, line of what is socially and legally acceptable. Things like racism, right? Those are definitely something which you shouldn't be saying. And examples of the lines you can't cross, for example, monkey gate. Who knows what happened over there, but that's not acceptable for sure. Yeah. Things like going to James Anderson and saying you'll have a broken effing arm yeah. is yeah. obviously a number. If you if uh, if said to a top order batsman, maybe it's okay. But to a tail end batsman who doesn't have the skills to uh, withstand that pressure from a guy bowling 150, that's threatening. So I mean, some of those things like Tony Gregg saying uh, will make you grovel. All of those are certainly crossing a line and beat those parameters that I mentioned: constant, personal, abusive, legally, socially acceptable, etc. So that. That's uh, broadly where I stand on this. I just want to throw this back to uh, Jay because he'd mentioned off-air possibility of sanctions being imposed and I thought we should hear that from Jay. Right. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I also strongly feel that there should be, like in football and like in a lot of other sports, I think uh, we can introduce cards for guys who are crossing the line. In the sense that the moment someone gets uh, too personal or like Vishen said, everything is personal. When I'm when I saying something to you, I'm saying it to you personally, right? It's not something that uh, uh, you, you can always draw a line on. But the thing is, the moment you, you cross the line which is visible to the umpire and also you have to take, at the end of the day, it might get into a scenario where it's, it's someone's word against somebody else's. That's, that's fair enough, but the umpire is there to do his job. And, and uh, the other thing is, the cards that we are talking about, it, it, if it crosses the line, it needs to be a red card. Or, or probably it needs to be a yellow card if it's not uh, uh, that serious. And you know, you can, of course, grading those things uh, is something that we need to leave it to the, the administrators. But I strongly feel there should be, uh, you know, the, the person who crosses the line should, 
should be uh, asked to sit out in the match and probably give him a ban for a couple of matches after as well. So there will be basically another reason where the, or another situation rather where the line belongs to the umpire. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's a great one, yeah. yeah. So moving on to our second segment here on how, how sledging has evolved over the years. Now that you know what our positions are on sledging and how much sledging is good, what is the line, should there be sanctions etc. Now how has sledging evolved over the years uh, and this position that we are in right now, whether it's where we want sledging to be or whether we want some changes in the way it's happening and conduct has to be reined in etc. So I mean uh, to get this going, sledging has been there since uh, time immemorial, right? One of the oldest cases of sledging that at least when I was doing the reading before the show uh, was when WG Grace, the great man himself uh, told someone who we know very well, Ranjit Singh Ji, who are tro Ranjit Trophy is named after, to mind the windows. So which implying that he was going to hit Ranji, Ranji into the stands and break a window, right? So mind the windows Ranji is one of the earliest lines considered to be sledging and not that uh, Ranji himself was uh, shy to uh, indulge in some sledging himself and one of the lines that Ranji is famously known for which is subsequently attributed to many others is uh, him telling his butler at that time to go fetch the ball by saying it's round, it's red and now that you know what it looks like go and get it back before the match referee cuts it in half. That's the original line which we've, <laughs> we've subsequently heard Viv Richards right. uh, say that to Greg Thomas. We've heard uh, that piece I think between Ricky Ponting and Sean Pollock as well. So that line has been attributed to others subsequently but the original uh, sledge uh, came from Ranji himself. So this has been happening for a while uh, and I think through the 70s and 80s sledging was probably quite uh, brutal. Any player who played in that era would tell you how uh, terrible the Aussies were and I don't think most players mince their words. They uh, point the finger sharply at the Aussies and say they were terrible at it. Over the years, there's clearly been some mellowing. Let's now uh, get Jay and Uday's thoughts on how they think sledging has developed in recent times and if they think we're at a good place. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's almost uh, fitting that you mentioned W.G. Grace because he's also the guy who never used to walk off even after getting clean bowled. Just because, you know, he, his, his justification for that was the spectators who have come to the ground uh, had come to see him bat and not to see him getting bowled. So, coming from W.G. Grace, I'm not surprised. I think a lot of people took that cue uh, subsequently, probably not, uh, nobody refused to walk off after getting clean bowled. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, I think, uh, uh, yeah, these things have uh, its historical uh, perspective as well. But it's, 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 it's good to keep, uh, you know, some leash on it, is, is all that I mean. Uday, what do you... Uh, yeah, I, th I think uh, some, some amazing history shared by Bishan, very nice to hear about how absolutely. it all started. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I really enjoyed watching cricket, I mean, I, I, I might start watching cricket in the mid-80s, but around that time and before I started watching even the 70s, I think the West Indian way of just, you know, bowling... Just letting the yeah, ball and bat talk. Exactly. And the, really. and the maximum that they would do is probably just go and give the batsman a really long stare, an icy cold stare. And that's it. You know, and they, their intimidation was with their skill rather than with their with their mouth. You know, so that that's something I really enjoyed. Yeah, as Bishan pointed out, the Aussies made it made it infamous in the 80s and 90s. And even I think in the early 2000s, still Ricky Ponting was around. I think uh, there was a lot of acrimony and a lot of, a lot of bad blood between the Aussies and many teams, which is not which is not something I personally enjoy, especially Glenn McGrath's style of just going and intimidating the batsman, getting, you know, using um, using foul language very regularly that 
infamous spat with uh, Ramnaresh Sarwan where he you know said something to Sarwan but when Sarwan said something back to him he couldn't take it because obviously his wife was going through a sensitive period but it just became such a mess so I mean I, I think sledging really reached a very low point in the in the late 90s and 2000s I wouldn't say it's as bad now I, I think there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more interference from the match referees and the, and the umpires now uh, maybe maybe more can be done in that uh, in that in that space but i think it's evolved into a better space right now than what it was in maybe the 90s and 2000s yeah right you know i i also feel i mean in fact one can't help but feel that in the formative years of international cricket it was largely between australia and england mm-hmm. and uh, the other teams that came up in the in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s uh, basically west indies is what i'm referring to because they were the ones who really ruffled a lot of feathers with their skills mm-hmm. right so they were considered as almost like intruders and so were the indians and so were the pakistanis that you know this game is owned by the english and the australians uh, and even a lot of australians uh, because of their lifestyle and their hardy kind of attitude they felt that the game should be taken beyond the english uh, level, uh, which I think Ian Chappell uh, deserves a lot of credit for taking cricket per se in the 70s beyond uh, you know uh, uh, the grasp of the English way of playing cricket. So uh, other teams were considered almost like though no, no no one ever said that the other teams were intruders into international cricket, but uh, they the other teams were looked upon as guys. Oh, oh okay, you guys uh, have you uh, you know are you big enough to play as kind of an attitude by both the English and the Australians, and that probably would have led to a lot of uh, un, un, you know un, 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 unnecessary uh, uh, banter as well. This is what I feel. I think some ways in which. Uh sledging or banters interfered with today is a lot of it by media endorsements and things like that i think cricket has today become quite tame even from the time that i've been watching it i'm 32 years old i've been watching it since the mid 90s it, the cricket now is much more tame than it used to be then and i think it's quite unfortunate because it takes away from the interaction between players almost becomes a little robotic and i think a lot of it is to do with the media so much of scrutiny right and players feel that they're always under the pump anything they say is going to be caught on and made a bigger deal of than it actually is possibly second thing there's so much money in the game today right you players want to maintain a clean image they want those million dollar endorsements for which if you have a bad rep for a bad boy possibly you won't make those crows so players have to pick between being entertaining or making money for their families almost so i think these are ways in which uh, today's players are affected by the prevailing circumstances and uh, stump mics stump mics are good and bad i think stump mics uh, now bring the bring the banter back into the living rooms but it also makes players more conscious uh, which means they don't say what they used to but i think in the larger scheme that's a good thing because uh, the guys who are witty and who want to say stuff will uh, think up things and make the make it interesting and say politically uh, correct and family friendly kind of things uh, with the stump mics around and you're uh, cutting out the abuse and personal chat so i think overall stump mics work and a final point on this because we're talking about the evolution of sledging i think today all the players are far more friendly with each other because of uh, ipl cpl big bash etc and they play so much cricket with each other it's difficult i think for them to be uh, genuinely uh, to genuinely antagonize the opposition because they are friends of the field at least many of them are yeah. so I think I think for all of these reasons there is less banter in the game I mean we can't artificially change that but uh, I wish there was more banter I'd like to leave it at that
Moving on to the third segment now. The third segment is each of our personal experiences with sledging. Uh, did we do it when we were young? Were we at the receiving end of it? Were there specific lines that we remember from our uh, college, school days, etc.? So, who wants to go first? Do you have any stories for us? My story is very basic. I haven't played cricket at the level that probably Jay and Vishen have. Uh, so, it was mainly cricket with my friends uh, on the playgrounds. and. We we generally uh, end up picking on a guy who looks a little uncertain when he comes into bat, and you know, we 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 kind of say things like, "Oh, he looks like he's scared to be out there. He, he's not holding the bat properly." In my case, the funny one was when I was smaller, I used to wear um, slightly loose pants, so they'd say his pants are falling off. <laughs> you know, they'd, they'd get they'd get very <laughs> you know. So I'd be like, "Oh, really? Is it?" <laughs> you know, that would that would disrupt my concentration. The good part about that is, I mean, while uh, it would help me, it would help the players, you know, get mentally stronger while playing and it was it was good fun. It was, it, it was, it was all in good jest. There were times when some people got physical and didn't enjoy being spoken to when they came out of bat and there, there were there were a lot of fist fights as you guys might have also experienced growing up where sledging was taken a little beyond because there's nobody to police us obviously so we just let loose and you know sometimes get out of out of hand but it's it was it was all in good humor yeah yeah i think i would uh, would start from school cricket when uh, when you, when you walk into bat or uh, you know uh, the kind of banter that used to happen there was Pretty simple and straightforward because we never used to overcomplicate anything those days, right? As you would agree. So it was basically about the guy. Somebody comes into bat and used to say the guy doesn't know how to bat. His last innings was a fluke. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. So, <laughs> so uh, who uh, who took you in the team and stuff like that? So I think that's 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 where it all started and ended. It never used to cross those lines. Okay. Uh, but when it came to club cricket and a little bit of division level cricket, I think it was again about uh, you know the guy doesn't have the skill to face our opening bowler. You know you see um, who who the next change is going to be. He's going to take his head off and stuff like that. I think those things were taken, also taken in the right spirit. So there was, I don't remember any instance, yeah, except for one when uh, I think uh, it was a casual game. It was uh, uh, a bunch of guys uh, from a certain corporate and we were playing as a corporate and we all had a few drinks before uh, the game started and uh, uh, sure enough, uh, what normally happens after a few drinks and when you get into action, the same thing happened. And the banter across the line, and uh, uh, you know, people almost coming to blows and stuff like that. So, like, uh, so these are instances that 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 you know, one thing leads to the other. I think a guy who sledges in a club level game, probably you know, if he makes it to the ranks of the state team and and thereafter to the to the international level, uh, he is more likely to sledge than otherwise. Whether his bat or ball uh, can do the talking or not, it, it it probably becomes a habit. This is what I feel. Jay, Jay likes to play in good spirit. I think huh? like, like <laughs> in high spirits. High spirits. High spirits. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So my experiences with uh, sledging. One, I love chat on the field. So I've I've only played club level cricket as well. So not at a very high level of cricket. But for many of the teams that I've played for, I'm almost because of my mentality and personality which my team know i'm almost in charge of talking to the opposition oh my god it's one of the one of my jobs <laughs> batting bowling and talking it's part of my job and so i really think why one of the reasons i love banter is even if you had a bad day 
batted badly, bowled badly, you can contribute to taking a wicket with your talk. And I really feel there are times when, I, and I could be completely out of line and out of sync here, but I feel like I have made batsmen play false shots with my with my talk. And so it gives me uh, satisfaction when I leave the field that I scored a duck, but you know, I helped take a wicket in some other way. And it, there are there are certain things that I used to do. And uh, so one of the things was keeping track of the score closely, which at club level with sometimes only a, a big black scoreboard, uh, nobody really paid close attention to it. But I would pay close attention to it and tell the batting team repeatedly what the required run rate is. <laughs> and most, most, most of the time players don't know exactly what's happening. They have a rough idea. But if you tell them in their face that you need 9.5 runs and over and when they get 8 runs, you tell them you're putting pressure on your team. You only got 8 here. You need now 9.8 and keep keep putting that pressure on. I feel that eventually that plays on your mind and things like when a batsman comes into uh, bat and he's not wearing a helmet. I make sure everybody knows about it. The bowler knows about it. The batsman knows about it. And so tell him that our bowlers are damn quick here. You could have a barrage coming at you and you know put some fear into his mind. But uh, yeah, Udhan. Bishan, uh, I've known you all these years and I've never known that you're such a big bully. That's one thing. <laughs> but bullying with numbers. Yeah, I know, bullying with, with numbers. numbers. <laughs> yeah. Stats bully. But uh, has, has, have things got personal? Have, has anybody taken it? After, you know, has, has anyone kept in mind and, you know, really gone after you later? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, happens quite, in fact, when we are bowling first and then I come into bat when my team bat second, very often I'm at the receiving end, but I'm ready for it. And I think anybody who sledges should be willing to cop it because you have dished it out. Absolutely. Be willing to take it back. And the fact is, the way I sledge is not abusive. It's not personal. It's uh, the kind of things that uh, I was saying. But very often when you go to bat, people are just angry, right? And then they're not going to give abuse, uh, sledge you smartly. It's going to be abuse, vile, yeah. ugly abuse, yeah. which you just have to cop. Yeah, yeah. You know it's going to come your way, so you cop it. So I think anything, anything got out of hand. No, it's never, it's never got physical. It's never got physical, but it has got uh, got abusive. And I think two things. One, sledging also, I, I feel like it helps you relax on the field. Yeah. Instead of you standing in the field and thinking about my batting, how will it go? It removes the possibility of nervousness yeah. and lets you just distract yourself and the opposition, I guess, with talking. It also indirectly has the effect of making you hungry. Yeah. In that when you've said a whole lot of things to the opposition and then you're going to bowl, you feel like I better you perform be now and back up my chat, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. then you feel hungry to perform. So it has these unintended uh, benefits of relaxing you, making you hungry, which ultimately is good for your game. At least good for my game. That's how I see it. That's a great and point. I've never thought that sledging can it, actually motivate one to, you know, exactly. do Exactly. No, but I think some of it we reined ourselves in because yeah, ultimately yeah. you were playing with friends and you didn't want to, you know, ruin your relationship. So Absolutely. there was a, a, a unnatural guideline that you followed. True. Though I would do weird things like at the start of my bowling mark, hmm. I would talk to the batsman from there. Okay. Just to because no one does that. No one, no bowler talks to the batsman before he bowls the ball. So just to shock the batsman, I would do things like that, or just have a chat with the wicket keeper. You know, <laughs> stupid jokes like, uh, for example, what what is the similarity between Kohli and an angry chicken? Hmm. Any guesses? Both have foul mouths. <laughs> Random stuff like that. If I am chatting with my keeper and the batsman is hearing it, he may be irritated, he may find it funny, but certainly it's distracting, right? So Koli is the word for chicken apparently yeah. in a lot of languages in South India. <laughs> 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 Moving on to our last segment, a free-for-all on our favorite sledgers and sledging. 
Uday, you want to start? Tell us about your favorites. One of the ones I've liked recently is Dinesh Karthik, DK with Varun Chakravarti or Ashwin for that matter, a little bit before where he says, Ah, Podu Macha, Va Macha, Va 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 Va, and you know, way he goes on in Tamil, and it's 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 great fun. I mean, listening to him behind the stumps, motivating the bowler. Might be slightly putting off for the batsman, but the batsman really doesn't know what he's talking about because many of them don't don't understand Tamil. It was especially funny in the IPL when uh, KKR were playing CSK, and none of the CSK guys seemed to understand what he was saying, although he was speaking in Tamil. So it was it was a lot of fun where the two KKR Tamil boys were were you know interacting. So DK's uh, DK's uh, statements I love. The other one is Pant uh, Pant with uh, I think when. Uh, uh, when I think it was Spain, right? In, uh, uh, Tim Payne, I think he, yeah. he said they had some banter going where... The babysitting. Yeah, Payne yeah. <laughs> initially spoke about babysitting and then Pant retorted, uh, I think, in the next game. That was brilliant from Pant. Yeah, where he said uh, the guy only talks, he only does his talk, 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 talk and he, he's a temporary captain. Have you, any, have you ever heard of a temporary captain? That was fun. The other one, the one that I really enjoy, which was slightly back in the day, I think it was in the 2003 World Cup, is when... Uh, um, uh, I think when Sean Pollock comes into bat and Sangakara is the keeper, he comes and says, the weight of expectations, boys, the weight of expectations uh, on, on Polly's shoulders. What's he going to do? 42 million people behind him. Absolutely. What are you going to do? That was one, one yeah. instance that I heard so, Sangakara yeah. say something hilarious. He, this is just too funny. I mean, then he's like, he what's terrific. he going to do? Polly's looking scared. What's going to happen here, boys? What's he going to do? I mean, it was just wonderful to listen to some some amazing uh, moments. So I'll, I'll leave you guys to talk about some more. I have, I have a lot more than Jay. Yeah, you have any more talk about? Uh, yeah, in international cricket, of course, a uh, lot of things come to the mind. But uh, like I said earlier, uh, yeah, I think uh, what comes to my mind uh, uh, instantly is, is, is the, the fight between Javed Mehendraj and oh, Dennis Lilly. Crazy. That was more physical than any, you know, based on any sledging or yeah, yeah. Any, any banter. But there was probably something brewing because uh, Javed Mehendraj, knowing Javed Mehendraj and his uh, histrionics, it, it, it wasn't unexpected as well. And of course, Lily uh, uh, nudged him as he was uh, he actually went completing a, a run. He went and gave him a kick, right? Uh, he, he, he actually went and, yeah, kind of. Uh, I mean, it, he probably, Lily tried to make it like look like play acting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the kick was very soft. Yeah. But Miandad, of course, uh, uh, you know, took Lost it. his mind. He, yeah, I mean, as, as he, he does pretty often. So, yeah, so beyond that, I think sledging, there are, I mean, thousands of, of, of cases. Pant and uh, Tim Payne, that banter was something that I really enjoyed. That was amazing. So, a few, a few from me. I have, one is, and it's not a, a family-friendly sledge, I guess, <laughs> but in, and it is personal, something that we said you shouldn't do. But I have an argument why it's not personal as well. So this is Edo Brandis and uh, Glenn McGrath in 1996 when uh, it's a match where Australia won by 125 runs and when Brandis came out to bat, uh, Megra asked him, Edo, so why are you so fat? And uh, Edo's response was, uh, Glenn, that's because every time I dash, dash, dash your wife, uh, she gives me a biscuit. Which I thought was extremely smart, right? Sure, it's personal, and uh, to make the argument that it's not personal, Glenn McGraw was not married in '96. He got married in '99, so he didn't have a wife at that time. So I think uh, you can say Edo's comment was not personal. But so this was my 
was a sledge that I want is one of my favorites and I went and looked it up and I found that he was actually not the first person to make this comment though it's widely considered to be him it's uh, CB Fry who from late 1890s and 1900 early 1900s he first made this comment and in his, in his response it wasn't a biscuit but a Turkish delight so <laughs> nice nice little story that I learned just before as well but this was my favorite sledge another one that I think is worth mentioning uh, clearly I have a penchant for the fat sledges is uh, when Cullinan was out of the team for many years, a couple of years, and we all know how Cullinan was a bunny of uh, Shane Warne's, Shane Warne, yes. right? And um, when he was when Cullinan was batting, Shane Warne was telling him, "Don't you dare get out, Daryl." I've been waiting four years or three years to bowl at you. And uh, Cullinan's response, because it can't be a cricketing response because Vaughan has always got the better of him. Uh, so Cullinan's response was, looks like you've spent those years eating. Because <laughs> 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 we, we, we know that Shane Vaughan wasn't the fittest when he was playing, though things have changed post-retirement, strangely. Was there something you want to say, Jay? Uh, no, I mean, uh, Edward Brandes being a, being a Zimbabwean, uh, probably the Aussie wouldn't have expected it to come from a Zimbabwean. I think it's, yeah, it's good and, and the Aussies uh, needs to be given back in the, in the same coin. But Jay, we're talking about Javad Mian, I don't, know, I don't know whether you remember that 92 World Cup where he kept jumping up and down to imitate Kiran Mori. Yes. That, was, that was a fun one. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Uday, I just remembered... He was always up for a banter, in any case. <laughs> I just remember that you were talking about how the West Indians don't sledge and they just bowl and uh, icy stairs. And then I have instances running in my mind of... Uh, Colin Croft elbowing a New Zealand umpire of Michael Holding breaking down the stumps. Oh, so they weren't as saintly as you make them out to be. <laughs> I think so Holding was in New Zealand. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. umpires were yeah. pretty bad there. And I have one last uh, sledge which is related to umpiring actually and a sledge directed at an umpire oh. is uh, Phil Tufnell bowling to Dean Jones. And uh, Phil Tufnell thinks this is just out LBW. And uh, uh, so he asked the umpire why didn't you give that? And and uh, the umpire looks at him and says, pardon? So, he says, you're blind and you're deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That was really quick. Phil yeah. Jaffrell was a character. Was real he, character. Was, he was a real character. Yes. I, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, this uh, CPL game. It was a famous one where Shadwick Walton and uh, Kestrick Williams, you know, Kestrick Williams had this Writing notes. famous, yeah, when he, when he used to get a player out, he used to pretend that as if he's writing a note on his diary and tearing the page off and he does that to Kestrick uh, so he does that to Shadwick Walton when he gets out and then the, in the subsequent game Shadwick Walton just you know hammers every ball from him almost every ball to the boundary and every boundary he imitated what uh, Kestrick Williams did absolutely almost brought him to tears that was the amount of it was great fun to watch made for great viewing right so that's an app guys bring us to the end of our show uh, thank you so much for listening I hope you've had as much fun listening to it as we've had bringing this to you. Uh, as we said last time, you're most welcome to join the show. Jay will tell you a little bit about yeah, that. And, uh, yeah, uh, please write in with your comments, any changes that you want done in the show. And uh, if anyone wants to plug into the show uh, via Zoom call or, uh, you know, or, in, or uh, in any other way, please do let us know. We would love to have you on board. And... Uh, uh, have a great season and a great new year. And if you guys want to write about your favorite sledges, please do so in the comment section. We'll be happy to. Absolutely. In fact, we would need that. And apart from the comments, if you've enjoyed listening to us, please do like, please do subscribe and share with all your friends and family. Thank you so much.